Dang it. Come on. It's all good. We're in. My feet are stinking. <laughs> and that's how we're going to start this. <laughs> with, with Ricky saying, my feet are stinking. <laughs> What's up, Ricky? Dude, nothing. It's been it's a while. Definitely, it's definitely been uh, almost a new year. I, I I think we've been so busy. How, how long have we not done this? Since September. Holy shit. I actually looked. Yeah, it's been since September. Ah! I dropped my candy. Oh, no. So, there's a whole bunch of people here in the chat that I want to shout out that are watching already. DFLJ, really? Taco Slurpees, Militia BMX, Mike Fuentes, Huck Currency with a 99 cent super chat. Oh, we already made money? Go, Brant Moore. <laughs> DFLJ's says live from studio 4130 wednesday night live with your hosts ohio brant and montana ricky <laughs> thank you my girl my girl just donated me some uh, nachos so i'm gonna eat nachos you know me i have to eat <laughs> yeah while we're on yeah this. we know kevin jackson's in the chat travis schroeder jack roush man everybody's hanging out today heck yeah thanks the uh, audio and video thanks, for the donation yes thank you and how is the audio and video everyone in there let me know so so since we're gonna get to what we normally do jesus there was a ten dollar super chat dang mike fluentes we're rolling eleven dollars i ain't getting shit <laughs> but brent moore's getting it all actually uh, youtube's getting it all yeah youtube's getting half of it Yo, what's up, 20 Grip? What up, everybody? I, very clearly, people missed you, Ricky. Yo, what's up, Travis, Jack, what's good, Tyler? Um, well, let's uh, let's start off by thanking people. So, who are we thanking? What are uh, we thanking? I'm gonna for? go through sponsors. Big thank you to uh, Broke Boys for the hat, uh, Merit BMX. I can't lift my socks, but big shout out to Dead Crow for the socks. I don't have a pants sponsor. Um, big shout out to BMX or Die. Where you at, Jack? There's a shout out for you, my boy. If you guys ain't on Instagram following them, follow them. They're starting to do uh, BMX podcasts and stuff. Um, let me see. Do got? Oh, obviously. Come on, get it together. Big shout out to Etni. Let's go. Get it together. Uh, what do you got? Uh, Park Tool. Shouting out Park Tool. We're shouting out Dustin Reese today. Yo, what's that new company of his called? Tech what are they doing? Bike Co. Awesome. Love it. Guys, Me check them out. Too. Follow them on Instagram. I have, oh, shoot. I didn't even realize this was already on the screen. <laughs> I put the uh, the text on the screen for, for the donations and totally didn't even realize it already showed up. <laughs> My bad. I'm trying to figure out how to make it scroll, but I can't remember. Well, we haven't been on here in so long. Right. It's been a it's been a hot minute here. That being said, how's everybody doing? <laughs> how are you doing, Ricky? Uh, I don't know. My life's really crazy. Uh uh Dennis um, you can hit up any bike shop that sells Merit 
and you can ask them for the Tar Heel blue rims, and they are in stock. Uh, Blackout, which is Kink, they have some of those rims in stock right now. So if you hit up their shop and they hit up Kink, you can buy those direct from them. But it has to be through them shop because I we don't sell to people direct because we're real men. Because we're real men. Yo, what's up, CX4130, old fat CMS. Dude, everybody's jumping in. I'm stoked about it. Yo, Ryan Horan, are you related to Paul Horan? Is Ray's doing the Old Fool's Chili Cook-Off? No word on that yet. Oh, that's that's seven pounds of Corona right there. (laughs) (laughs) Ricky is finally back. Ricky is finally back. We put our beef aside. We no longer hate each other. (laughs) he's back oh god we don't actually hate each other and we never had any beef we both were just really busy and life gets crazy sometimes yeah um we actually did have beef and the beef was that uh uh, was it tacos no I forgot your fucking name what's your (laughs) name again Brant Moore Brant Moore cheated on me with... And brought on all these other people to talk to, and then he goes to some contest, and all he wants to do with this contest is interview all these people and get all these views. Dude, I saw you have almost 200 people. Dude, alive. it was crazy. At one point, it hit like At 250. Noon. It was insane. That was amazing, dude. Well, um, guess what? Kevin Jackson already brought it up, and we might as well just get the controversial things over with beef for the chili cook-off right uh what do you think of demarcus paul getting kicked off the gt and not wearing a helmet well personally my opinion is you'll never know the full facts you'll only get what you see online and obviously demarcus paul told you what happened and he explained it and i honestly feel like there's you don't need to go into too many details he's moving on it didn't work out for him. He's a great rider. I feel like anybody that picks him up will be lucky to have him. And at the end of the day, it's between him and GT. And that's what matters. And for me, personally, I'm wearing a helmet now. But I'm 40 years old and I don't want to die because I suck and I like to wreck. So everybody has their own personal preferences. Just like you. You know what I mean, Brant? You've been wearing a helmet since the beginning. Yep. Well, not since the beginning since I uh, knocked myself out at the trails. But uh, I'm just checking here. Oh, I can. No way. I put my channel te- font on there. Nice. Okay, so so here's my uh, my thoughts on this. I think that no matter how this happened, that uh, it was probably like DeMarcus I guess they said or he said he had a different contract or whatever so we don't know and until we know exactly or if we never know exactly what that contract was we can't really know if GT was like in the wrong for dropping him because of him not wearing a helmet enough uh I also think that DeMarcus Paul is smart enough of a person to not let it be in his contract that he could get kicked off for not wearing a helmet. Um, yeah. Like, he's smart enough 
to know these things. He's obviously a really hard worker. So I feel like it's just an unfortunate situation. And there's really, I don't, I don't know. I've heard, I saw in the Instagram post that some, somebody said something about that. It was a gong show the way it went down or something or another. I don't know. I haven't heard anything. So I, all I can really say is, uh, it sucks, but DeMarcus is smart enough and good enough that he's going to be somewhere else soon enough. And I feel like BMX has nothing to talk about, so this is just a topic that people are all horny about. Yeah. So it, it just makes me laugh. And uh, I think Jeff Z is the TM, and then uh, Ben Ward is the, he's the uh, brand manager, designer. And then uh, probably 15 people are on the board for owning GT. So when it comes to a decision, it is a corporation. And at the end of the day, it's always great with that. Uh, and then the uh, other thing that happened on news, you read it. There it is. That's it. Done talking. Um, Can you move your face to the other side of the screen, please? <laughs> this side? You! This side? <laughs> Soldier boy. Is this the side or no? No, you need to be on the opposite side of the screen. This side? Right there is perfect. All right. Um, <clears throat> young Chad the group. I don't know why more pros don't wear helmets. It's more advertising space. So, so my only problem with this whole situation of Demarcus Paul and him getting dropped is how many people act like it's whack that a company wants their riders to wear a helmet. Like, do people it's it's sad that BMX is in the state that it's in where people or yourself that you people you know or yourself has to literally get in a crash and get head injury for some people to wake up and be like like oh shoot I should probably care about myself enough to wear a helmet and then you got people who say they're going to wear a helmet all the time and then they don't ever they don't end up following through with it and they like end up slowly tapering out of it again it's like do we not learn from scotty kramer who was wearing a helmet do we not learn from justin care who i don't know if he's wearing a helmet or not but stephen murray mad dog like mike aiken tj lavin tj lavin too tj lavin is like an example of like the ultimate like best case scenario out of that too because he seems to be like fully functioning same with mike aiken too but like tj seemed like he's fully functioning again yeah i think at the core of this i people can say demarcus handled it in a bad poor way but i i feel like most people would just say hey i'm off and they're done he gave a reason they had whatever they had between the two of them it's the end of the story the only difference is, is like the comment that I made on the come up is back in the day, I would have to wait four months to figure out this news and I would have to read it in a magazine. Nowadays, it's instant and everybody's got to chime in how they feel and what they want to say and how they want to say it. And everyone's got an opinion. Uh, I think, and this, you know, it obviously working in the industry, I kind of got an idea of how things work, but I just feel like He's a great guy that hasn't harmed anyone, and he's done a lot of things. And everybody has stipulations, and everyone feels a certain way about helmets. Helmets are a tough deal. 
I, I he, see the whole point. The whole thing of it is, is that nobody's one opinion other unless you ride for a company like GT that makes you wear a helmet. Nobody's opinion should matter to anybody else. This debate shouldn't even be a debate because it comes down to the person who's deciding whether or not that they're going to put a helmet on when they ride. Also, I'm going to say, for the record, I don't think DeMarcus Paul handled it poorly at all. I think that riders should put it out there why they got released from a company just for the state of sake of transparency because if things are kept secret like that, then people aren't going to make informed enough decisions on why they might buy or not buy something. Not using this as an example, but there are definitely situations in the past where people have been kicked off for like illegitimate reasons from companies that would make someone be like, well, why should I support this company that did this guy dirty? Right. And obviously, whenever we have discussions, we're very neutral and everything everything you know it can be biased from my situation that i'm in the industry and you know i know certain things and blah 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 but at the same day i don't know everything with this and my opinion is, is i wear a helmet because my good friend justin care almost died yeah what so for me i'm just older and i want to live longer and it takes sometimes people to you know <laughs> some people can do it some can't i mean Troy McMurray doesn't wear a helmet. That dude's 50-something still killing it. Right. Uh, and I started wearing a helmet because I crashed at the trails and knocked myself out and realized that it's not worth it to not wear a helmet when it literally affects nothing. Like, if, if it's a problem to you how you look when you wear a helmet, then don't wear one. Fine. But if you crash and you go brain dead or you can't move your legs anymore and then you're like oh man poor me i'm not gonna say poor you because you had the choice all along i hate whenever people do that whole like oh no pity me because i hurt my head when i didn't wear a helmet no it doesn't work like that that's wrong right and like i said this conversation that we're talking about is obviously not the decision or anything to do with DeMarcus. We're tapering away from that. We're just going on how people should feel about helmets and how they shouldn't. Obviously, the old me was like, fuck those things. I don't care about them. I don't want to wear one. I think they're stupid. And that's okay. And they used to, here's the thing with helmets. Helmets used to make me think I had to go ham. When I put a helmet on, that was because I knew I was going to do something. I knew I was going to wreck. Right. But at the end of the day, now I'm older. I'm going to be 40 years old. And I have responsibility. And like somebody else said in here, they got kids and stuff. I, I just care. And I have nothing against other people, whatever they want to do. The same thing with the debate of breaks and no breaks. Back That's in the day, way different. <laughs> and, no, no. But back in the day, 1998, it was brakeless and brake riders would be complaining. I'm not talking about safety. I'm just talking oh, about yeah. pegless, pegs, free coaster, cassette, small bars, big bars, bar spins, no bar spins. Tuck no-handers like this. Tuck no-handers like this. Suicide. Like, there's always a debate. And sometimes, you know, certain things take certain stuff to happen. Right. And uh, conversations are always great. So at the end of the day, it's the internet, and it only lasted one day. And that's what happened. It lasts two minutes, and then it's over. Right. And uh, Good evening, Travis. <laughs> Jason Taylor summed it up pretty well there. Go fund me after I did this to myself. 
whenever for people who like it sucks and and i'm not saying people shouldn't do gofundmes or anything like that but it is kind of a bummer if if somebody consciously is like i'm not gonna do this and then they get hurt and they're like please help me uh what else was there uh gosh darn it i can't remember anymore I That's used, why I used to wear a helmet. Right. Well, I used to be I used to be of the same mindset as Taco Slurpee says, depends on what I'm riding if I wear one or not. But I get people saying to each their own. And that's the bottom line. Like, do whatever you want to do in life. I don't care. I just don't want to hear you bitch whenever you don't do something that could protect you and then you get hurt. Um, there's also the the mindset when you look at it, like wearing a helmet, telling people that wearing helmets is stupid is like telling people that wearing seatbelts is stupid. Coming from a person that's been injected out of a car twice without wearing a seatbelt, I'll just say I'm glad I didn't wear a seatbelt those times. But seatbelts <laughs> are two times. Fun. Just those two times. Yeah, I, I always think it's like you're you're stepping on eggshells when conversations like that come. It's the same thing with um I did a post on my Instagram about pegs and uh, metal pegs or just pegs in general at skate parks and how people um, like how skaters and bikers don't get along. Now, back in the day when I was growing up, skaters would fight me, not only kick me out, not only call the cops, they would punch me and they would physically try to touch me because they didn't like us. Now, There's going to be people that are younger than me that are going to say, oh, in Montana, that doesn't happen anymore. That's, you know, you're lying, Ricky. No, I, I rode, I've been riding for almost 30 years, so things are a lot different. You know what I'm saying? Back in those days, things were a lot different. Yeah. Um... And so, <clears throat> so it's, it's, uh, those discussions come up and they're always heated because everybody has an opinion, but when I did that article, I found from 22 years ago, somebody wrote on a, on a page on the internet about grinding pegs, and it was me grinding on pool coping. So it's <laughs> kind of funny that that happened. Yeah. Yeah, ultimately, it comes down to the fact that it's everybody's choice. And if anyone wants to get mad at me for having the opinions that I have, well, then you could suck it because me saying that people should want to be safe and not thinking that it's dumb that you make the argument that you shouldn't wear a helmet i just think it's dumb i don't care what anyone thinks about my opinion on this one and i don't care what you do with your head or with whether or not you wear a helmet um there's so many people doing a argue or talking about breaks and no breaks it's funny well the difference is is when i was riding bikes you could do a trick and say it was brakeless and it made the trick harder this is going to sound weird but in 94 95 if you said you did a grind and you did it brakeless for some reason it made it sound a little bit different well that's funny because that reminds me of uh when I was watching that Red Bull Bowl Jam or something or another, like years and years ago, the announcers were making a huge deal out of the fact that these dudes, or a couple of them, weren't wearing pads. 
Like they were like, oh, it's a it's a no grab 540 without pads on. I'm like, I'm like what? Like what is is this really like a thing? Like that makes it gnarlier? What are you talking about? <laughs> I thought it was funny. Um so Ricky, I wanna ask I, I sent you a an assignment today. Did you think about it at all? The your top three moments in BMX for twenty twenty one? They're all negative. <laughs> okay, that's fine. <laughs> I, I, I can say a few things. Um, what are you? Your... Give me your. You give me your first, and then I'll give you my first. All right. Let me let me check my notes here. Uh, the I had just wrote three just, just quick one things that down. Yeah, but just talk about the first thing you want to talk about, and we'll both go back. The and first forth. thing that came to my mind for the top three moments in BMX for 2021 for me was uh, Courage Adams doing that 25 stair bar spin. Because I personally, after watching Jaws ollie it and do whatever he did on it, I, uh, I wanted to see somebody just go down it on a BMX bike and then out of nowhere, all of a sudden this video, like I don't remember how long ago I watched that, but out of nowhere that video of courage adams comes out where he bar spun that insane stair set like i'm just gonna pull up the picture of it so that people can see what i'm talking about it's freaking insane dude yeah that dude's on a whole nother level it it's just wild right here man just doesn't make any sense i mean it makes sense it's just insane that he did it uh old fat bmx is talking about rl osborne and i think he's i think he's right i think rl osborne coming back into bmx and making videos and giving people that were born during his time a chance to celebrate bmx again is a great thing i wish dennis mccoy and a few of the older guys would get up. Like, you know when Ryan Nyquist is doing videos now and he's talking about stuff? Ryan's young. The guys that are older than him, it's great to hear from those guys. So seeing that uh, old fat guy BMX is talking about R.L. Osborne, that's awesome that he thinks that's one of his favorite moments from 2021. I like that. That's amazing. Yeah, that's really cool. Uh I don't know a ton about R.L. Osborne, but what I do know is the reactions to him that I see people have online and the fact that he came in so, like, there was no hesitation there. He's just back. Um, also, I want to say, because Bad for Life, Brody William up in Canada asked if there was ever a below view of that bar spin clip. There, there was a... Uh, there was a longer like five minute video from it also the fact that uh there was a video about jaws doing that stair set and then the guy who tried it before him which was really really cool and it's kind of crazy to think up or think of the fact that mickey fleck also tried to bar spin that stair set before courage adams so it's like the same exact story in bmx and it's great that it was uh rookies or guys that ain't big pros yet 
like Mickey's coming up, and I don't know if that guy was a rookie or nothing from the skateboarding. Yeah, I don't know. It was a while. I think it was a long time before, like before Jaws did it. Um, my big moment for twenty twenty one. No particular order, unless you say so. Um, the fact that Corona money carried over from twenty 2020 twenty to twenty twenty one, and bike shops saw the most amount of money sales they've ever seen and BMX was growing at that point now obviously with shipping and containers and everything that slows it down but without putting that I want to just say I'm happy to see smaller bike shops make more money and we're able to buy more stuff and we're able to support bike companies so we can grow and get bigger now with that happening i hope we can realize that it's slowing down and we need to realize that high horse doesn't last forever but i am thankful that the corona money carried over into bmx and made the bike industry bigger in that aspect but there is negatives that do happen to it other than the positive of people making money now people can look at it and be like oh all you're doing is talking about money and the way i look at it it's like you'll never have if you don't have money you don't have a bike company a bike company's not there then you don't have bikers so my aspect is what i'm into i'm a sales rep so i'm gonna think more about it that way so for me i think a big favorite was the boom the bike boom of bike shops actually making some money and to so. piggyback off of that, because there's another thing that really kind of helped do that too, uh, was the fact that BMX was in the Olympics this this year, and that was insane for the people from the countries who did well at the Olympics. Like, I'll start with Daniel Dares because Daniel Dares is literally like the biggest celebrity in Venezuela, and he got second place at the Olympics. Like it's insane and his life's never going to be the same he was already a very successful bmx rider and now his life is even more so going to never be the same i'm not an olympics fan i'm i'm with matt hoffman on that one but yeah yeah well then people should tell someone should have told whoever your hero is that whatever made them famous shouldn't have existed well, Dave Mira isn't here anymore, so we can't say anything. <laughs> fucking crying. I'm just saying, people who say that the Olympics, BMX shouldn't be in the Olympics, need to realize that there were people who talked crap on whatever made their heroes famous and whatever made their heroes become their heroes in the first place. Like, if, da- if whatever avenue Dave Mira took to get to where he, to the top of BMX, didn't exist... And Dave Miro never was Dave Miro just because some asshole was like, that shouldn't be a thing. And he got his way like BMX never would have been the same. So anyone who says the same thing about BMX being in the Olympics should probably rethink their their mindset on it. Well, uh, I work in BMX and I haven't seen anything that benefits us from that. Watch it's just another corporation. No, watch the video that British Cycling did with Charlotte because it is a 
perfect representation of what BMX is for so many people. Well, I go to work every single day and I talk to thousands of bike shops and I haven't seen one thing that benefited it. Okay, cool. Maybe I'm going to be the only dude that says this. Fine. I know there's more people that think it. Me and you can never agree all the time. For me, it's a selected 1% that get the benefit from that. And I don't think it makes any bike company or anything bigger. It's more of a corporate thing with guys that get on it. Fine. Am I jealous? No. If I got a piece of that, cool. But it doesn't change anything for me. Every day, I'm going to call Joe Schmo from North Dakota, and he's going to buy a tire. And you know what he's going to say? Oh, thanks for the tire. He's not going to say, man, the Olympics. Oh, I made so much money. Thanks for giving back to BMX. One person benefited from that. Nobody's ever going to say that, though. Because, yeah. because BMX- no, because people aren't going to go around saying, I'm buying this tire because of the Olympics. They're not, you will never be able to measure the exact impact because you're never going to know wh- what led something like that. You're never going to be able to, to be able to tell where that came from and what impact the Olympics had on people buying bike parts because nobody's not nobody. I'm sure there's people who went to bike shops and were like, Oh, I want to get a bike because I saw BMX on the Olympics, but you're not going to hear about that as the sales rep for merit, unless there's a million people coming into to a bike shop. It's, it's not that kind of thing. You just got to watch the video that British cycling did. It, it showed a girl watching Charlotte on the Olympics, then getting, she got her first BMX bike and it went through time and it showed her like learning and kind of progressing a little bit. And then, uh, eventually like it goes through time and she's getting better and better and then eventually it shows her at a skate park and she crashes and then she's like brushing herself off or whatever and the person who comes up and is like hey are you doing okay is charlotte worthington the person that she saw on tv and how many people in bmx have had that moment that moment of oh my god i got to meet the person who is my hero that's exactly what it's all about. You met your heroes, okay, here, right? Here, how about this? How about this? How many people in chat watch the Olympics? That doesn't matter. It does. No, because you don't. The people, the people who are in the chat aren't the people who are impacted and buying bikes because of the Olympics. I'm not talking about buying. I'm talking about do they really care or do they not? We're talking. What's it people. matter if they care? What, what do you mean, does it matter? I'm a BMXer. Do I care? No. Do I think it does anything good for us? No. Am I a hater? Fine. Maybe I'm an old school hater. Well, there's a bunch of people who are talking very nicely about the Olympics right now. Oh, that's fine. But I'm, I, I just don't see, I, I just don't see it. For so, me. So if you don't, if you, so, so you don't think it should exist? How many people are in the chat anyways? There are like four. 40. Oh, 40. Okay. Well, fine. Maybe there's one person that agrees with me, and maybe I'm old and bitter, but I just I don't care. I didn't watch Swamp Fest. It's okay if you that. don't care, but but to say anything along the lines of it not it shouldn't exist is like saying that Did people say shouldn't no. exist. I said I don't care about it. You're allowed to not care. You're not allowed to say it shouldn't exist. There you go. 
I just don't care. I, I There's nothing I, wrong at all with that. It's better to not care than to hate on it. I don't think you're a hater for not caring. I I, I obviously think that there could be more to it for other people to give it better of a, a chance. Well, it was also the first time. How many but, how many first times for anything were amazing? Didn't Edwin get into BMX from X Games? I'm sure there's going to be new kids who saw the Olympics and got into it. Kevin Jackson is the biggest hater in the chat, and he said he agrees with Ricky. <laughs> I told you there's one person, Kevin Jackson, right there, brother. Oh, God, that's hilarious. Oh, God, that's too funny. We need to get more kids to watch Criminal Mischief. See, and that's the whole thing. Once you're in, once someone sees the Olympics and is in or has their avenue to the Olympics, they see somebody out riding street in New York City or wherever they're watching riding street, and then they're in, then they get to find whatever they they want. And they get to find the criminal mischief. They get to find what they want to do in BMX. Someone said, who's Edwin? I, I mean, you're right. I, I, I just, I don't care. And I don't hear Mike Hoder getting help. I don't hear, I, I'm trying to think of people you wouldn't think, but those are the guys that I look up to and I think they're good. And if you're going to do street, and this always comes up, but that's street riding to me. I would like to see people like that get a chance and do things. And that's the hard part about Olympics is they're going to choose guys that do the hippity spippity spinny backflippy hoopy hoopy da da da. Yeah, but look at then then when you look at seeing uh, someone like I mean people hate on him, but Nigel Nigel was not a part rider. Nigel was a street rider and got to where he was at. There's always an avenue to do better. And you yourself have already said, like, you can't just be a good bike rider and get helped out anymore. You have to do more than that. So it, it, the people who deserve the recognition and help might not get it because we live in a world where they have to do more and they might not be doing that. Yeah, I mean, there's always another avenue. The Olympics might be this huge, giant thing, but there's also avenues for people who ride street. Nigel Sylvester, Brad Sims. Brad Sims solely posts street clips and just blew up with corporate companies. So, like, there's always a way. Well, I mean, you got to get an agent. Once you get an agent, you're golden. <laughs> why don't people more? Why don't more people have agents? Because you have to be talented and be marketable. Just all right. You have to be marketable. So, so basically, you have to consciously try to make things happen and there's so many people who might deserve for things to happen who don't consciously try so they never have anything happen then there's people who have dumb luck when you heard with like listening to jamie beswick talk about dave mira on that podcast dave mira definitely did not get to where he was at by not trying dave knew what he was doing like he didn't just magically become an amazing bike rider and then win all these contests and become a legend. Kier, Kier says, now nah, you don't need an agent. Kier, you are an agent. That's why you don't need one. Is he? <laughs> I mean, he should. He could be. He's not, but he basically could be. I think, like, 
obviously it's a lot there's a lot of bias in here because we're all hardcore bikers and i think a majority of us have been in this for there's a lot of people in this chat right now that have been here 20 plus years mm -hmm. they're gonna have like bmx is like this it's like a great amazing flower that came out of the concrete and it grew and then something happened and it gets smashed and it goes down and there's nothing there bmx smashes itself <laughs> BMX is just a flower that's been smashed a billion times and it turns into a uh, it turns into nothing that's basically what it is you, you, you love it and then you hate it you love it you well, hate it you see love and it. that's part of the problem is that something like the Olympics comes up and then people hate on it and try to smash it like YouTube comes up and people start making YouTube channels and they're like nope we gotta hate on YouTube Adam channels LZ, he ruined it all <laughs> except except he what he like literally people could be looking back on adam lz right now and being like dude adam lz opened a door that we took advantage of and got paid from google and not didn't have to rely on joe schmo going into a bike shop or buying a bmx frame online and putting money into the industry because we're getting paid by google yeah definitely so Somebody asked me a question. Moto B said, Ricky, what's your thoughts? Can we hold that getting... real quick? I want to go finish going through our top moments of BMX. I'll put well, that hold one on. in He's my there. notes. I'm going to say it real quick. I, I've said this since the beginning. I believe people that blow up and get big. If I, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but I've watched a lot of interviews for him and I don't feel like he gave back to the guys and talks to the, about the guys and says, hey, this guy got me here and this here and give back thanks. Uh, I feel like people see BMX, but I've never been somewhere and a person's like, oh, Nigel, that's why you ride. I don't feel like he's the reason. Like, I just don't feel like I think he's just lucky in his lane and it works for him, but I don't feel like it has a huge impact because that and it doesn't hurt bmx it makes bmx better it's the same thing the other day when somebody was complaining because one of those rappers was on a bike do i care that the rapper's on a bike i don't care he's on a bike but i'm glad that he was on one so people could see a bmx bike and maybe one person will buy one so do i hate nigel no i don't hate nigel i'm proud of nigel i'm glad nigel's doing what he's doing i just personally my opinion wish he would give props to edwin ralph sinisi Tom White, all of the guys on the animal bikes, all of the places, uh, even Black Man. Black Man pushed him. Those two grew up together. Like, give back props to the people you grew up with. That's all I care about. If you make it somewhere, don't forget it. Where am I from? Where am I from, Brad? Montana, Ricky. Montana. <laughs> I've never forgot Montana, ever, and I won't. Here. Yeah. Two things. You, you described what your opinion on the Olympics is perfectly. Do I care that the Olympics exists? No. Am I glad if one person buys a bike from it? Yes. There well, you go. Uh, I, I can be a walking contradiction. <laughs> My first reaction is I don't give a fuck because that's the hardcore part about me. But if I think about it long and hard, if if Levi's wants to come back in and give money to be a man, they already did. And, go and into we Coles. can do props. Hey, hold on. And we can have props videos all over again and Rockstar video games and Slurpees and all these people want to come back. Cool. Give us some money. Let's chill and kill. 
and you can use this for a second, but if you're not, you know, doing something to make it better, then I, I don't really care. Yeah. Like that that's how I feel. Like like I, I don't know what that pocket the remember Vicky Gomez got sponsored by that uh that toy. <laughs> I, I didn't see that toy giving back to anybody. And anybody old enough on here would know what I'm talking about. His new sponsor was back in the day. So um what I'm saying, if corporations are gonna come in, they're gonna do something, make it make it more that you care, not that you're coming in to take. That's it. Like, that's why I always love you, Brent, because you've always had the same opinion. Even if you don't agree with me, you're always going to stay the way you are, and that's why I advocate for you. So when I talk to people, I'm like, oh, well, you should sponsor Brent. Well, what about Brent? Brent will talk about it on your show. Even owners of companies will be like, well, Brent's going to put that in his news section. I wish they would say it publicly, but you're at least on people's mind. So um, I love that. Yeah, when it comes to all those corporations, they're never going to give a shit about BMX. I think we just got to collectively realize that and then take advantage of them for every damn dollar that they're worth and do cool things in BMX with it because they're never going to be like, all right, we were going to come into BMX we want to do all these cool things for you guys to make BMX better. No, they're coming in saying we want to use this guy as a billboard to make us money. And then if we realize that whenever that whole exchange happens, we say, well, if you're going to use me, I want this and I want to do these things. So ultimately, it comes down to the riders and not the companies. If a, if a rider is riding for a giant company and not doing anything for BMX out of it, it's his fault, not the company's fault, because the company's just trying to make their money. That's the way companies work. BMX forgets that business is business, and to survive, you have to make money. So if you want to make cool stuff happen with a giant corporation, take them for all the money they're worth, realizing that they're going to go away. Well, and the other thing is Jason just mentioned, what do I think of uh, energy drink companies? I think they're amazing because they've been fucking supporting us Red Bull, Monster Energy Drink, all of those com those two companies. I went on a street ride with 2,000 people in Philadelphia because of Monster Energy Drink. Right, and who... That's giving back. I would be willing to bet anything that somebody that was a rider had that idea. It was not Monster coming to a rider saying, we want to do a giant 2,000-person street ride. And here's my thing. Somebody just mentioned mountain bikes. I... All right, fuck it. I, I don't know how to not say it. If mountain bikes can take people away from us, I think BMX needs to start grabbing dudes from mountain bikes and have them come over so we can work together. Look at how scootering and kind of BMX worked with Ryan Williams. And Ryan Williams has his new, you know, his new foam pads. That's sponsoring BMXers and scooters. It's cross-pollination. It's kind of working together. It's a certain group that likes that, and it works, correct? I think it would be cool, but I don't see it happening just because the money's not in BMX. It would have to be like a passion thing. I get that, but a BMX company can go and try to pick up a mountain biker 
and say, hey, would you like to ride for my bikes? And they could try to invest in them. And there's nothing wrong with that. I think it would be cool. I feel like every time a BMXer gets picked up by a mountain bike company, that mountain bike company does absolutely nothing to give back 90% of the time. Well, they're never going to because they're looking out for mountain bikes and their money. Just like the whole thing I just said. Like, they're they're not in it to help BMX the way that BMX companies are. It's it's just the, the way it is. Like the the company you go to uh you buy a car, what's a good example? There's got to be a better example. Like I don't know. I got nothing. Well, um could merit do that. Well, I mean, you do that. So here's a perfect example. It's just not with mountain bikes. You help out that unicycle dude because some of the parts cross over. Here, let me let me tell you all the people we help out that aren't BMX. We do unicycles. I do wheelbarrows. I do wheelchairs. I do dog sledding teams. I do the Detroit Police Department with bike bags. I do the Baltimore Police Department for grips. I... I try to look into other avenues. We sponsor two scooter kids, John and uh, Tidy or whatever his name is from New Jersey, and they both ride for North Scooter. And they've both been hooked up for the last five, six years. And they represent us. They have stickers on. They scooter. And we we have um, Brady Tweedy. Brady Tweedy's a sponsored mountain biker. And we still help him out, and he rides BMX. He doesn't show it anymore, but he's still riding. For us, it's more about what those, like, we just want to work with people that want to work with us, that want to support a scene and make things better. And right now, people are looking at Merritt and going, oh, man, they're doing bikes and wheelie bikes. They're so gay. Well, guess what? Those bikes are making BMX bigger because kids don't want to ride a BMX bike. They want to get on a wheelie bike because it's easier. So if those bikes are basically the same, I would rather not take those guys away and keep them a part of us. And the money that's made from that can give back to BMX pros. It can make BMX bigger. Well, there's absolutely no argument against that because how many of those parts cross over? Cranks, pedals... All of it. Grips, headsets, like so All of it except for the frame. The frame doesn't cross over because their frame is different. It's a different sport. I'm learning the word sponsorship is thrown around very loosely in the BMX community. It's because anyone will do anything for a free pair of grips. (laughs) I mean, it's the truth. Like, it's a race to the bottom and we're here. Um, That Seminac. I'm, uh, I am, um, I'm destroying and going to be carrying his shoes. So I'm going to oh, do his flipping needs... shoes and everything. Yeah. Yeah. And I want to support that because I like the fact that Etnies is going back to core. They're not selling in Zoomies. They're not selling at PacSun. You can't go to a local chain store. You have, or not a local, but you just can't go to a corporate store and buy a pair of Etnies. You have to go to a bike shop or a skate shop or 
a surf shop or a mountain bike shop or a skate shop, or I mean a skate park shop in order to buy those. And I want something that supports that way because I think it's something that's better. Now, Vans is cool. Vans has got a lot of money. Vans gives a lot back for BMX and doing contests and stuff. Yeah, they do. But I like core. And that's why a lot of people in here want all American-made things. Everyone says it. Like, oh, I want to buy this American. Well, at the end of the day, you can't buy American because it's too expensive. And you won't spend the money. So if you want to buy American, spend more money. <laughs> You're yeah. not going to get it at the price that it is now. Yeah. Just the way it goes. Well, that's a whole nother conversation. Things, we t I've talked about it a long time time ago when all this tariff stuff started i asked the yeah. question like is there going to be a point where it costs more to make a bike part in taiwan than it does in the u.s and that things end up coming back and it seems like that is getting closer and closer well because of shipping not because of the cost of what the product is it's shipping well, yeah, well i mean it, it doesn't matter where it comes from if it happens it's gonna it could end up happening um, Huck, Kier's, Kier Huck's dad made a, a pretty interesting point that I th like to talk about. Uh, Go ahead. He said, he said that support your favorite riders directly. That's the future, which it, it honestly is or could be part of it anyways because of the way that things work now. When you look at people who are like, streaming on twitch and all of those types of different things and have people who have their youtube channels their community is supporting them directly through like the donut people super chatting here supporting me directly for doing something that they like like when it comes down to the responsibility of the person doing something that someone likes enough that they're willing to support them directly and that we no longer rely on like having absolutely no way to measure how someone how good someone does their job other than sales numbers that like a, a flow rider has no like path to follow to get to be a pro because there's no way to like measure what he's doing for the company there's no set way so when it comes to a person who is doing something good and then the people who like them support them directly thanks jada like the super chat just now from jda like and then you talk about individual video parts the video parts that people put years into where instead of oh it's just uploaded to youtube and gets forgot about in the next week people who enjoy that person's writings like oh yeah i'll pay three or five dollars to support them and watch this awesome video that they put years of their life into making it it kind of brings value it it brings a way to measure value back into bmx i I look at people like uh, Brandon Vegan. He has his own uh, online store where he sells clothing and stuff that he makes. Um, and then you have Billy Perry. Billy Perry bought his own bike shop. Same so with Nate Richter. Sell, 
same with Nate Richter. So they could sell Chad DeGroot. Chad DeGroot has his own company, a bike shop, and supports BMX. Yeah. Like, they're, no matter what, as much as people want to say it, the internet is the way of the future. And you can still work with brands and you can work together and you can grow together. And that's why the choices of people that get sponsored are people that are workers. You're sponsored because you're doing your job, plain and simple. That's it. Nothing else. It doesn't matter. If you're a YouTuber, if you're a guy filming something, you have to put out content. You have a phone. You want to watch people. The best example of a pro is Dakota Roach. No one will ever beat Dakota. Posts every single day, does stories about his products, represents and does the most for his company. Dakota is the number one pro. Second is that Joris kid. Joris does tons of things as a person that works in the industry for selling, makes me happy. And that's the answer to things. Like, you are, your first interest should be about you. So if you're going to try to get sponsored, you're going to try to do something, you need to sell yourself. There has to be something that's marketable at the, at the end of the day, right? All these people that always say, oh, well, I'm doing it for fun. You could say whatever you want about doing it for fun, but let's be honest. It's cool to get sponsored. It's cool to get that. There's nothing wrong with wanting to get that. But at the same time, you got to put the work in because somebody bought that product that they're going to give you. Somebody had to do something. Then so you look at the... Huh? Then you look at the costs for making those things in the first place. Um, and then you also consider with the age of the internet, you don't have to be sponsored to make it in BMX or anything in this world. There's it used to be that you had to you had to go the route of being sponsored and the industry has to choose you you have to be one of the chosen few to make it in bmx now you can you can be like so many people who have youtube channels or do whatever they do to make it happen they're they're making the clothing company there's endless avenues to make it in the bmx world in the age of the internet and you just have to make it happen so many people talk about this tiny little pie that is BMX without even realizing that there is an endless pie of the outside world of BMX that you can be making money from to be able to ride bikes. Look yeah, at, 100%. Look at Nigel. Nigel's the perfect... Nigel and Brad Sims are two great examples of that. Like People like me. Like I am not the type of rider. I don't ride in a way that is going to make someone pay me to promote their product that way i ride like me (laughs) and in order to circumvent needing to make it happen in the industry i've got a youtube channel where i provide people a product which is help working on their bike learning about information about the bike and all of the other things entertainment value in a live stream like this which allows me to not have to rely on the bmx industry to choose me yeah you built your own brand this is a brand brand uh (laughs) 
what do I think of Taj being a huge part of Terrible One over the years? Now Faradell, yet uh, Hoffman is selling bikes. What I think Hoffman is doing is a great idea. They're taking riders that used to ride from them 20, 30 years ago, and they're giving them their signature frames back. 100% they're getting royalties, and 100% Taj gave the okay. Butcher gave the okay. That is good. That means people are working together and growing together again. That's the one thing that we miss. We need flatlanders and vert riders to have a bigger voice. We need racers and we need everyone to work together so we can grow. We're so small, but at the same time being so small, we separate ourselves. We separate ourselves. Oh, I don't hang out with skate park riders. I don't hang out with this guy. Shit, people go to the skate park and they both ride and they don't hang out with one another. If we can just work together, it'll be better. And the thing that people don't understand, there's nine brands. There's nine brands. There's like literally nine companies. What and do you mean? Two company, there's nine companies. Think, count the companies. And Are you talking like the sponsored. parent ones? I'm talking about Kink owns three or four companies. Right, that's, that's what I meant. Yes. Yeah. So, you know, there isn't much to choose from, and all of these people need to work together. And if we don't work together, that's what separates us. And if you thought about it logically, the the disconnect with Robbie and S&M and them not being able to settle that hurts BMX because so many people love the old school S&M, but everybody loves Colt. If those two got together and worked together, it could make BMX grow bigger. Their voices and their opinions are huge. I get the differences. I get that I have no clue how it went. I get it. But at the end of the day, to make things better, we should be able to put those two on Maury or some type of talk show and have them talk it out. It would be great. People would love that. We need, you know how they have like uh, hip hop and love or whatever not, and mm. they do those reality shows. Imagine if you took old BMX pros and you put them in a house and made them all live together and they had to talk about it again. A reality show. <laughs> yeah, that would be amazing. That's funny. Oh, I lost my light. Um, I uh, I definitely can see where you're coming from with all of that. It's an interesting conversation. I, people need to work together for sure because stuff like road fools happens when people work together. It could happen again if everybody just decided to work together. We've had this conversation. Oh, yeah, 100%. And I'm... I'm not the person, I'm not the gatekeeper. These are ideas. This isn't the end to be all end. I'm not, oh, Ricky said this, so it has to be this way. It doesn't. Uh, yeah, shout out to White House. Uh, Ben's working his ass off, helping out, making those limited release of We the People frames. That's amazing. Which is uh, awesome. Well, you gotta, you gotta give We the People props in that too for doing it because they didn't have to do that. No, but that's a good idea. They're from over there, overseas, and they're working with America to make American frames with an upcoming company that I don't, I don't care. I will say their frames beat everyone's frames. Their frames are, I don't know. Okay. Standard and we, the are standard and white house are probably the highest end bikes because S and M has dudes that aren't, BMX, I, I don't know how to say it, 
Uh, it doesn't matter. It's tons of people that work there that weld it, and I don't think they're into the passion. I think they're just working, making frames. I don't From know how I much gathered, that matters, though. When you break down what it actually is... It does matter. No, think about this. When Ben... Ben is making a White House. He's doing it with his own hands, and he's putting in the love and the care and the dedication. When Rick Molinterno's making a frame, he's putting in the love and dedication. When uh, Mike Laird makes it, and I don't care what people think about those guys, that's more important. I'm not saying that Mueller isn't important, but Mueller has new dudes, and they're constantly working. He doesn't have the workers he used to have that were BMXers doing it. It's the same thing with FPM. Yeah, but you can't make a weld better if the best person in the world is a BMX rider or not at what like best person at welding. It's not gonna make their welds on a BMX so frame you're better. S and M's hiring the best people in the world. No one's gonna work. No, at I'm S&M just for I'm just saying. An hour, I'm bro. just saying that you can't say that this thing is better than this thing if they're the exact same thing. <laughs> like no, I'm, I'm going to say the time and effort that they're putting into it because they're artists and it's their company is going to be better than some guys welding something and there's just dudes that don't ride BMX and they're just making bikes. When, I, a, when a machine welder does it, it is more accurate than a person with passion. Oh, wait. That's exactly what I'm saying. Love and dedication don't make a good weld or cheap metal. Like, yes, but the thing that you're forgetting is Ben went to school. Ben did all of that. If he's the best the in the world, thing. then that's you're right. So you're telling me S&M has the best I'm not saying the anyone's world. the best. I'm talking about S&M and people that are making their own frames. I'm telling you S&M isn't as high quality as those other three. I, I don't my know. Opinion. I don't know. I can't say. I just can't generalize like that without knowing. Like, I feel like you can't make comparisons like that without knowing. Well, I mean, <laughs> enough said. I, I mean, I, I got ideas, but it's just it's. I that's like, yeah. I just feel like you can't make a leap like that because. A weld that is of this quality made by somebody who cares about BMX and a weld of this quality by someone who doesn't are the same thing. If it's if it's if the same you have quality. A random, I can't even say what I want to say because I'm just going to... At the end of the day... I know, I understand what you're saying. A random person might not be able to weld as good as someone no, else. They're just going to make money and they're going to make it end the story. That's it. They went there. It doesn't matter the weld. It's a BMX bike. I'm not talking about the greatest weld. I'm talking about the... Whatever. At the end of the day, standard, <laughs> standard makes better frames than S&M. Don't care what anyone says. If the welders are better at standard than at S&M, then maybe that might be true. But if they're not, then it's not true. <laughs> like, it's it's an objective thing, not subjective at all. You can't, you can't make this one subjective. Because whether or not somebody cares about BMX has nothing to do with how good they can do their job. I, I, I don't know. I, 
whatever new topic what's your number two of 2021 someone said i love seeing ricky get worked up lmfao <laughs> well obviously i love snm i had snm i had standard but i feel like i feel like the work and everybody has whatever not i just feel like i'm happy that we the people's doing that i'm happy that snm's doing things i'm happy that mike laird's doing things there's enough out there and the more we do the better it is for bmx i'm just a goofball i understand i already said my number two my number two was the uh the olympics being a humongous thing um and i kind of have to pick between two other things for a number three. well i didn't even get to say my second well you just asked me to say something so go ahead oh okay i didn't know you said your second so yeah. go ahead and give us a 15th since no. you're on a roll for nah i want to hear your second you're behind me right now on the screen too <laughs> how about now yeah all right um I, this is going to sound a little bit wild, but people that are my age are going to understand this. And I think, I think seeing Corey, Nastasio, Biz, and, um, just lump them all in there. Cause there's a bunch. I, I like the fact that people that are over 37 years old are getting sponsored and making paychecks. And that makes me happy to see BMX not cast away older guys, but the older guys that I'm talking about are guys that are actually still going out and representing and hurting themselves. I mean, they're, they're putting in the work, not because of what their name is, yeah. but because they're actually riding. Just seeing Biz Jordan get sponsored was a huge highlight to me. Because that means something to me. I, I like that we're not forgetting people just because of their age. I feel like BMX is really ageist. Oh, this guy's 27. Let's get rid of him. I think it's way less than it ever has been before. Like, Well, that's because BMX isn't as... Like, pe people do go huge, but they're way smoother now. So they're going to have a longer career. It's yeah. easier to have a better career. Yeah, uh, it's... I mean, those those people who are coming back into it or who are staying relevant are doing their jobs. I mean, people are getting older. Dakota Roche is getting older. Corey Martinez is getting older, but he's still killing it and doing his job. That's why those guys are still relevant and still supported. So it has definitely been an ageist thing throughout history where it's like, oh, you're 18, you're done. <laughs> like that's I've heard people like who are older say that that's how it used to be it's crazy and well, it, it's amazing to see people like Biz and Corey Nastasio killing it like getting added to fit yeah, riding like that, that crappy S&M made fit frame that you're talking about <laughs> I'm just messing with you <laughs> no that fit frame isn't made that's made overseas baby that's Taiwan get it together um, I, I'm not going to be satisfied, though, until Alan Sibley over in the UK is a fully salaried BMX rider because that dude, I don't know what he does for a job, 
He's got to be 50 at this point. Yeah, but he's riding every day. Literally. like, And then you go on Facebook and he's in that ride on BMX group on every single post being involved in the community. And it's like, how do you have, like his entire life just must be BMX the same way mine is. Except <clears throat> or he has a job where he can just be doing BMX. I mean, that's true. Paid. Or that's he's true. retired because he's 50. <laughs> <laughs> like how crazy is that? But he's riding at a level that is like way up there i just feel like and he's never been a pro he's never been hooked up in that way i know he, he just win a contest he won like rider of the year or he something. was added to the like hall of fame or something he won the group member of the year or something like that two years in a row something crazy he's just so involved with the community and it's awesome um that was my two. What's your third? I just want to say I won't be satisfied with BMX until he's hooked up. Anyways, uh, I had two other ones here before I realized the Olympics should be on this list. And mine were all trick related that I wrote down just because that was the first stuff that came to mind. I'll just say both of them. Uh, Mike Varga doing the first 1260 to a ramp and the guy at Swamp Fest who did the full rail loop. The kid that did the full rail loop is exactly like Mike Hoder that did the gap over at McNeil. Nobody forgets that person. Now, that kid that did the loop better get off of his ass because people are going to forget about him like the kid that did the double bar spin down El Toro. People forget quick. You have to keep well, at it. It just depends Hoder. on what he wants. If he doesn't want that, then who cares? But if he does... I yeah, mean, yeah, I'm saying if he does. He's, he better go ham because right. people on the internet quit. They forget quick. Trust me. I honestly, I feel like somebody asked me this question the other day. It might have been Kurt. It was Kurt, I think. He's the man. He, he, Shout out to Kurt. He's supposed to be in here, but he brought up how Mike Vargas 1260 and compared it, compared to the people's like reaction and the way they talk about it today to Hoffman's 900. And how like how on how much on different levels they are like it seems like people kind of gloss over the the twelve sixty. Obviously, it wasn't on a vert ramp, so and it wasn't at actually it was at X Games. We can't say it wasn't at X Games. So it's like it's weird that people aren't treating it the same way. Maybe it's because Varga wasn't at the very top of BMX. Why is my camera frozen? Oh, my phone restarted. They can still hear me. They just can't see me. Um, if we're going to talk about tricks, let's talk about Chi making Corey Martinez be like, damn, I got to put back brakes on and I got to start doing rail to break tricks. He already that has them on. That, yeah, it doesn't matter. He needs to go ham again. Just for me. That's how I felt. When I saw Chi do that up rail to I, whatever he did, he did a 15,000 tricks. It made me think, like, oh my God, Corey Martinez, you got to go ham again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, my freaking camera died. I got to use my other phone here, my actual phone. Um, yeah, that. That was how did your amazing. camera die? Can't you just plug it in and charge it? Was it was at 100%. I don't know how it died. I'm sure Hoffman was knocking himself out on 900 attempts. 
but you got to think about how long ago he did the 900 too though uh, yeah i guess okay that's a really really good thing to bring up and i hate that i can't be seen right now but um hoffman did the 900 at a time where the 900 was like so was it so much further than where the normal level of bmx was like there wasn't 50 people who could do uh what would the next thing down be a tail whip air a double tail whip air like either way you have to think about this matt hoffman when he came out he he was so good every pro said well it looks like i'm taking second the same when dave mira became the biggest thing everyone's like looks like i'm taking second yeah oh thanks for the donation 20 grip yes thank you i'm sorry that i can't peace out tyler i'm trying to get this situated here it's we're losing everyone. Everyone's leaving us. No, they're not. There's 42 people in here. Thank you for hanging out, people, while I go through my technical difficulties. Oh, there's 43. Damn. Somebody's in here. Somebody's in here just sneaking in. Whoever Several dudes were going is. for the 900. He just did it first at a contest. Maybe that's it. I just feel like Hoffman's 900 was def- is definitely going to be like remembered before someone would talk about the 1260 I think it's overshadowed nowadays because every single day uh, Matt Kramer does something new so (laughs) I mean that's definitely got to be part of it too gosh this is ridiculous it doesn't have a long lasting effect we don't have a magazine and you don't go buy a magazine and you don't have a video with 15 different videos with 15 different people showing that yeah oh wow you're really fucking up you're losing people we lost eight people no that's been how it's been the whole time oh you're killing it i don't know what you're doing man this is (laughs) this is this is sad man i don't how can i work in this like, oh, we're at 37. People are dropping off. Something's being screwy. And I don't know what it is. Man, it's what, okay. kind of, what kind of sham are we working with, man? This is ghetto. Eh, I'm not upset. Can we just keep talking about it? <laughs> oh, you just showed a person. Nope, uh, it's just me. I just see me. We're getting there. There. I've got... I'm back. <laughs> you you got to expect some technical difficulties from time to time. Right. <clears throat> no, gonna... you got to get big shout out to... Uh... 20 Grip in the chat. He has been a long time supporter of what we do. You know, how, how long have we been doing this? That's the real question. How I can look it up. Me... Dude. Me and you have been doing it long enough that our guests for up-and-coming people to get sponsored, there's people that are now sponsored, and we took a guess of, like, those guys were going to be the next thing. Remember when we were doing the uh, shouting out riders? Yeah. Here, I'll, uh, I'll pull it up right now and see how long we've been doing this. Do-do-do. Sorry for the technical difficulties. We're back to 42, Ricky. 
can't. Nope, we're down to 40, bitch. <laughs> I'm more up to date than you are. Uh, let's see. Good luck on that house. Congratulations. Uh... All right, here we go. I'm going to the very beginning. Montana Ricky, the very first mention of Ricky on my channel. What? Really? Did we? It's only been since 2018. Dude, that's going on four years, dude. You have heard my voice. April 21st, for four years. 2018 was the first when I uploaded the thing we did with Sponge. How does that feel? It's cool. It's crazy to think about how far things have come since then. Yeah, I mean, the thing that makes me happy is some of the riders that we posted, some of those dudes are pros now. Trev Mags. Yeah, dude, it's it's pretty sick. Dakota Brat just recently got uh, hooked up by Kink. Yep. It's it's pretty awesome. And I think it's it's wild to think that that's the kind of the thing. Rubio brothers both got stuff too. I got Alex on Medieval. And, yeah, but uh, that guy runs a meme page, so I don't even want to talk about him. That meme page is gone. No, it's not. He made a new one. No, he didn't. It's gone. I just talked to him today. It's gone, 100%. Not there no more. I, I like that so, he did the Breaks BMX thing. I like there's the positivity there. Okay, so I did tons of bad things when I was younger, too. People learn. Yeah, it's good. I'm glad for it. Ricky, how do you keep your huge wang out of your tree? <laughs> Pasha nicking off the uh, Rocket King. Dude, that guy's a god. Ricky, what are your thoughts on the USA? Hold on. Before I ask that question, I want to shout out all of the members in the chat. I forgot to do this. Member? What's this mean? Uh, you can you can join. What's like, that cost, you fucking asshole? There's, there's different tiers of it. So... The members have I have everybody who's a member in a private Discord server, so they can just chat and hit me up whenever. And uh, shout well, you outs didn't like talk this. about money. It, let's talk about what they're paying, bro. There's Don't a ninety nine cent level. There's like a two ninety nine or dollar ninety nine level. See right there. Dude, look at this. You just got a member for thirteen months. No, he's been a member for thirteen months. All right, fuck that guy. I thought he was higher. <laughs> There's than that. a. There's a 10.99 and a 24.99 level with it, and in the future I'm going to do more with it. There's also a discount on uh, clothing and whatnot. I'll do more with it in the future, but these people who are in the membership are people who are just wanting to support me directly in what I'm doing, and I just want to awesome. shout them out to appreciate it. And Huck, his was up there for quite a while, and I didn't get a chance. So now I'll ask his question. Ricky, what are your thoughts on the USA BMX Amateur Series that was started last year? Uh, is that the one they're doing in California? They're, I'll, I'll give you, you, obviously you haven't seen much or something, but uh, <laughs> it's, it's a series where there's digital video contests where you film a 50 or a minute or 45 second long run and you send it in and there's like a few different periods where there's multiple different ones so there's rounds for it and then there's also multiple rounds uh 
at physical locations. So like Woodward, uh, the one in Arizona, I forget what it's called. Wow, that's Woodward awesome. West. Uh, I'm sorry I missed that because it's not like see that's that's the disconnect we have with the event. Is, well, they're not exactly like advertising no, no, it the that, same way that it, products not, are either. Yes, but it's not Swamp Fest. It's not Metro Jam. Right. Like it's not bring everything together. I I don't know too much about that. It sounds great. It sounds like it's reaching a certain aspect of riders that enjoy that, and that's great for them. But we're not even talking, you're not even talking about, what about the AFA contest that happened in uh, Colorado Springs? Well, literally nobody talks about that in the freestyle world. And that's a flatland contest, but that's what I'm saying. It's awesome that that's happening too. Yeah, but but I mean, I want to say, I think one of the dopest things happening right now is that that one, those dudes are USB or USD or help me out. The guys in California that are running that new thing. USL. That, I like that one. And the he was going like heavy at it for a while, but it's kind of slowed down some. Well, it's a tough thing to do. You got right. so much that's it going is. on. You know, but I, that one, I can see a lot of stuff happening. The thing that I would really like, and you know my opinion towards certain things, is I feel like Swamp Fest needs to go to Chicago and call it Ice Fest. Needs to go to California and call it uh, Palmdale uh, Fest. He needs to go to Texas and call it Steers Fest. He needs to take it and travel and give other people a chance to live that. Yeah, I don't think... I mean, obviously, it's his he won't, he thing. Won't I don't do think it. he'll do that because I don't think that's like what he No, I know, and, and, and I know. But if, I, mean, I wish so. So what you're saying, I wish that there could be another swamp fest that just as many people would go to that did exactly what you're saying. Yeah, but look at like here's the thing, and we've talked about this so many times. The dawns of the street, Austin Augie does that once. Yeah. you know what I mean. You you can only do it once a year, but we need more riders to take that chance. Right. Like, somebody in california somebody in vegas like i've said this before it's hard but i i commend there's also trade for that but i want more of that but look at cornhucket look at cornhucket though cornhucket is like the family friendly swamp fest and and there's not thousands of people going to that i'm just saying like you gotta think about it like for some reason thousands of people go to swamp fest but for some reason not thousands of people go to corn huck it so like if somebody did it in vegas then it, there's probably not going to be thousands of people going because it's not swamp fest yes but that's because every almost every company was doing that that's it that's that's what it is like a majority of every company was supporting that so it became a big thing uh i think if uh nowhere got more of the companies and everybody was a part of that and he had way more pros from all companies come it'll become a bigger thing and i think that's at the end of the day i just want jay miron back and i want metro jam back because that's (laughs) the greatest thing i've ever done in my life so so here's what i think about all of this i think that bmx as a whole only has the capacity 
for one or two of those types of events each year because the average person who's going to this thing probably has to choose one or two per year maybe even just one for a lot of people that they can even afford to go to like some people probably had to choose between swamp fest and corn and and if you had 10 of them around the country there's just not going to be very many people who can afford yeah, but it isn't about that. It's about giving other people chance that don't live so far and can't go there. Well, That's what I'm talking about. You should check out the uh, the Capital Do the Damn Jam Tour thing. Uh, Tim Hawkins. I keep wanting to keep. I keep trying to hook up with him and get more things going. I want to give him some stuff. Yeah. I got. Um, I got to meet up with him. You know what? We still got to. We should just do a jam. We let's should do just it. Let's plan people. one this summer. Seriously, I'm not even kidding. Let's do it. I. One thousand percent. I'll give money for up for a prize at this contest. I'm already committing to it. Do you know what we should do? At Worcester Skate Park. We should do a anywhere. no. Fuck that. <laughs> um, we should do a Calcutta. I don't know what that is. It it means that everybody pulls money together, and uh, not Calcutta is like it's everyone betting who's gonna win. But everybody comes in and everybody gives five bucks. And that five dollars goes to whoever gets picked amongst that. And everybody pitches in to create a pool. And then the guys that are putting it on will give money to try to double it or triple it. So, like, let's say we have 50 people come and it's all five dollars. So, 50 people pay five dollars. 250 bucks. 250 bucks, right? You match two fifty and I match two fifty. That's seven hundred and fifty dollars. Everybody matched it. You match, I match, and then we take that and we split that seven hundred and fifty up this way. All right, the person that sat around and did absolutely fucking nothing and didn't ride his bike wins fifty dollars right off the bat. <laughs> the guy that wrecked every single time gets fifty dollars. The guy that sat around and smoked the most weed and did absolutely nothing gets nothing because I don't care. Um, the person that tried the hardest but got overshadowed because he was nervous but he was still trying gets a hundred from me because those are the guys that I always look at when I go to contests. Now, when Brock Rayford goes there and he does every single trick and he murders it, he'll probably win it if he came. But I'm saying, like, I, I want to give more a chance so everyone gets something. Like, those are the things I like. Like, I, I think it could work. I think if everyone's it's a part of it. It's going to happen. And I'm going to just say that I'm going to limit how much we'll match because it could get out of control. And I'm not going to try and put thousands hey, of dollars you know, You know what else something. we could do? You know what else we can do? What? We don't need to do a GoFundMe or anything. No. We have, we have this show right here. I, well, I'm going to say, no, I like this $5 and 100% of it goes to this pool. It gets split up for the people who who do well at this jam. I'm for it fully. We're going to do it this summer. I think it's going to happen. give us stuff. And I think, I think we all meet at a skate park. And then from the skate park, we just go and... Um, yeah. Oh, and uh, Dead Crow just texted me and said he'll throw cash into it. 
I'm pretty sure I'll get a lot of text messages from this, and people are willing. This to is happening money. this summer. We need to plan but when and where. I think we should do it where we start at a park so everyone can warm up, have fun, and then let's just go for a cruise. And people huck it on a handrail. People huck it on a curb. Like just go out and have fun, and do it somewhere where people can meet in the middle. Or you have to travel towards me because it's a bigger, better area, and we can go to the ghetto, and we'd have no problem getting kicked out or any problem. I'm not going to New York. <laughs> no, not in New York. I'm saying like New Jersey or something. Or we go to Philly. We we just got to figure out a place that's that we're not gonna get. Like if we went to Worcester and we would tried to go right street, do you have street? I mean, it's it would have it wouldn't work for that here. Um, it could. But at the same time, dude, literally, we could have trails, a skate park, and street in the same day. Damn, look at this. Calling it the bullshitting gem. I, we got I another can't call it box. that, but I like where your head's at. Do it at the Des Moines. Okay, so I what I think it would need to be is we need to figure out where the most people would be coming from and plan it around that. Come to New York City. New York City doesn't want to let me in. Do a map like a scavenger hunt. Scope out the street spots around the parks. Circuit, See, it's going to have to have a lot of Circuit thought. BMX did that. Circuit BMX did a jam. Um, uh, Jack Hennessy just hit me up and said uh, him and BMX or Die will be involved. And they'll donate stuff and donate This cash. is literally going to happen. Like, I'm not joking. The fact that did you had you that idea. Did you hear Jason Taylor? Just go to Pat Casey's yard and just show up and take over. <laughs> I don't think we can do that. <laughs> Come to St. Louis. I think more centrally in the U.S. would make the most sense as much as you will hate that idea. But I, you can't make everybody come to the East Coast. Well, here's where we... Here's another thing we can do. Here's another thing we can do before we try to do a physical thing. Maybe... We can come up with an idea and do something like we did that time before, or I did. Remember, I made a video where everybody gave me a clip and I made a thing. We could do a video contest thing where people have to make a two-minute edit. You'll get way less people participating. I think it should be something in person. Make it a weekend event. Friday is just a session at a skate park. Saturday, you meet up in the morning at the skate park, and then you go and ride street from there. And then Saturday I night, love, you're giving dude, out the money. I love how we just went from me being crabby and bitching to all of a sudden excited to give back. To the best idea that you've ever had in your entire life. You're telling me my props idea with us picking people and taking them on a trip wasn't a good idea? That if that could actually happen, yes, that would be amazing. But this is okay. actually going to happen. All right, so, oh, we got 44 people that are excited to not come to our jam. So we got to figure out a better way of doing it. I think... We have to figure we, out where. I, I don't think anything else matters other the more than where. Honestly, why not Ohio? They have tons going on. I mean, it's my it's my YouTube channel, and I'm just saying. No. I, I think, well, if we're going to play that one, I could, I, I could get a lot of companies to sponsor it and give stuff for kids oh i could too i think we could work together and get like an insane thing going here and just say we just get wristbands or something and we say five bucks and 
everybody's got to throw in because it's going towards whoever like it's going to most not most to more people and Colorado someone said Colorado and I hate to say it Colorado has the best street and Colorado has the best skate park I had the thought of Louisville too though Somebody said Louisville, and I'm like, man, Louisville does Vegas. make sense. Yo, you would never get kicked out of Vegas, and Vegas has got more skate parks than any place in the world. And we could go to a casino, and whoever wins could put it all on black. Yay! <laughs> no, I, I don't, I don't know. Okay, well, we'll I like Louisville. Think about this, but I think if we do a Calcutta, or not the Calcutta idea, we do a, a potluck. Everybody throws in BMX potluck. That's it. I like that. And we we throw it in there, and uh, we we should just call it uh, uh, the Mister BMX contest or something. You know, <laughs> okay. Montana race. You know, not Montana race. Uh, Brent, like the BM. The uh, I'm starting to think of something that has to do with our abbreviation, like something that you know what I mean. But either way, like just to give back jam or something like that, where we're all in it together. The together chance doesn't even matter. Uh, it's going to happen. Hawaii. So Good we're one. just gonna have to figure Hawaii, man. Everyone would Good go one. broke. We would have four people show up. <laughs> We'd have to use our whole five dollar budget to get to Hawaii for one person. No, this is this is literally going to happen and I'm I'm ready for it. This is what needs to happen and I well, we talk wait. about trying to do something to give back all the time. Well, I think I'm finally to a place with things where doing something like this could actually bring people out and it could be big. Well, and, and it could be for the group of people that aren't. I feel like the guys that follow us that watch this are exactly like us. They're just dudes that want to ride bikes and hang out and enjoy themselves. We can't. I don't even know how to say it. We can't. Uh, I, I was gonna say, let's just go to Cornhuck, and he has everything there. But we—that's—that's that's his spot. Like we got to figure out something between the Bricky Jam. <laughs> <laughs> bricky Jam. Um, we just gotta figure out a place. Like maybe we could do—we can do it twice. We could do one in the Ohio area, and I go to Ohio, and we do it where you are for one. That could and be then good. we come back to mine, and yeah. we do it in New Jersey. I like that. And then I just got to figure out plane tickets and all of that, or I drive out there, and we go. It I could mean, driving's not work. too bad for to get from where we are to each other. How far is the drive? Seven, seven and a half. Oh, that's it? Yeah, it's not too bad. Okay, I'll just fly. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I love that. <laughs> oh, that's it? All right, I'll fly. Oh, I love it. Well, this is going to happen. Uh, what do you guys think? Okay, honest question in the group chat. Um, it's not about who's going to come. I, I don't care about that. I have that. a poll. If, if you were going to go, okay, put this. If they were going to go uh, $3.00. Oh no! Wait, five dollars, eight dollars, or ten dollars, just to see what they're willing. Because if we do ten, the price pulls bigger. And what's ten bucks? Twenty's too high. All right, how about five, ten, or fifteen? I don't think fifteen. I think fifteen's too much. All right. Well, five, eight, or ten. 
uh, eight's gonna be a random thing, and you gotta have change. Okay, five. We'll just or do ten. five or ten. Okay. If you guys want to come to this contest, and if you do, are you guys willing to pay? Is five too much, or is ten too much, or what do you guys think? Just just let us know. We're curious. Uh, there's a voting now. thing you can vote on. Yeah, you guys don't have to type it. You can just tap. Ricky's like, I'm going to tap it. <laughs> Fuck me. I, I have to sign in. <laughs> well, 10 is already outweighed 5 majorly. Dude, you get 100 people, that's $1,000. 20 and you get a t-shirt or something, that's a That thought. is a good idea. Who said that? Ham Commander. Well, Ham Jamboni, good job. Or what if we just had t-shirts and you could do 20 <clears throat> and you get a shirt? Dude, if we did if they did 25, 10? You could do you could do 10 and you get nothing or you could do 20 and you get a shirt. No, 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 no. 10 isn't nothing. 10 is giving back to the contest and helping out. Well, that's what I mean. And and then the other 10 is you get the shirt and then that $10 that's coming from the shirt still goes back to the fucking pot. The 20 is going there, but you doing 20 adds more and we could have a, sh well, we got to pay the money to get the shirt. Yeah, you, so we got to figure gotta, that out. It's got to, the, there's no profit involved here. Shirts paid for money to the pot. Perfect. You <clears> don't want to go too big and get screwed. What do you mean gaming commission? We're just giving money and then giving it away. Who said gaming commission? I don't know. He said that's why you guys got to do it right and be careful with the liquor and gaming commission. You don't oh, want to go too big and get screwed. You, tell tell that person, me and you both don't even drink, so yeah, I can get it'll a be bit okay. about less about drinking. And it's it's not any kind of profit or anything. $20 with a shirt would be more than solid. <clears> and we could, yeah, this could be all right. It's got to be a charity event. It's not a charity. It's going to somebody there. It's not a bet. You're not betting to on somebody to win. Hey, I'm Native American. I know gambling. We own casinos. Fuck off. We're putting <laughs> money on this. It's not gambling because you're just paying to enter. It's not. It's an event. You're paying to enter an event. Now, if we did Calcutta, that how about that at event. the Amish Park? Oh my God, they wouldn't know how to react if we had that many people show up and ride. There's street in that town too. I don't know how the jam would be. There is what a really good think? flat ledge and a good flat rail. What's the uh, what's the vote? Oh, we have twenty votes. 80%. We have forty-five people on here, and only twenty people voted. Jesus, you lazy assholes! Start voting, dude. This is gonna happen. <clears throat> it's a private event. Exactly, that is correct. You pay five dollars or ten dollars to get into the event. Well, you just pay to get a wristband. You can go and you don't have to pay anything. You just won't win any money. I get he's That's just it. trying to, like, care about it and have us not get in trouble. So I'm not mad or anything. I'm just, I don't think we'll have to worry about that. No, not at all. If we had to worry about it, look at all the shit Austin Augie had 3,000 people at his jam and he <laughs> clogged up New York City. So right. I think we're good. Can you imagine a group of BMX players mobbing the streets in the same shirt? It would look insane. The poll would not work for me. An invitational, make it fancy. No one will come if it's an invite. Well, I, to be honest with you, if we got 40 people to come to your your area 
and 40 to come to mind, I'd be more than happy. If we had 10 people, me, you, and the 43 people that are in here right now, that's good enough for me. I don't care yeah. how big it is. I just care about how much fun we'll have and how great it'll be. And we could even do, we can even do throw a $2 bonus in, even though you're talking about people don't have money, don't have money. I'm saying throw, ones are annoying. No, no, I know, but I'm saying throw $2 in and then that money will go to buying pizza for everybody. Oh yeah. So it, it all it is is everyone's paying $7. The max you could pay is $22. To have a good ass time. Sponge might take it all. <laughs> yeah, but me and you will be the person picking people that we think should get stuff. Right. Yeah, I agree. Um, yeah, all this right, is going to happen. The vote's just 22. What did they choose? Because I, I can't it's, see. It's way $10 outweighed 5, 77%. Right, so I, I think we're fine. Yeah. This is going to happen. I'm freaking stoked. I like how we went from talking about things to creating something. See, 2022 is going to be good, dude. BMX fam jam. <laughs> it's going to happen. Uh, what month makes sense? The bricky jam. <laughs> <laughs> um, we could just do, we could do a May, June a June, July, a July, August, an August, September. When's your birthday? July. Holy shit. We can do it in July on your birthday, and then we could do it in September on my birthday. Yeah. Because that'll give us enough time to plan it, and then I can call people and see if they want to be in on it and give things. Yeah. July could be a problem with rain. It just depends if we get... What's... I'm not young. What does NGL mean? Not gonna lie. Okay. I hate people that can't just spell it. It's so <laughs> hard too hyped. for me. I can't do it. It's so hard for me to do that. I, I mean, if we did something or did like that, the Montana Moore Jam, that's awesome. I hope that at least five of you guys could come to this. And I think if we do the Midwest and the East Coast, I think we can reach enough people. The West Coast just doesn't make sense unless this thing grows big enough for us to be able to go there. Well, I mean, it wouldn't be that hard. A plane ticket's nothing. I can get a sponsor to pay mine. So can you. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. So, well, it, the, Saturday the 9th is the day before my birthday. <laughs> really? Yeah. And the Let Sunday me see. Okay, is the your 10th. birthday's on a what? Saturday or Sunday. Sunday? Okay. Uh go to September twelfth. See what see where my September, birthday is. September it's a Monday. Okay. So we'll have to do it uh September eleventh. Or Wait, September. Hold 10th. on, does that make sense? Do you want to bring that many people to where you're going to that area that part of the year? Or that weekend? Why? Because it's nine eleven. Does it yeah. matter? I don't know if it matters. No, why would it matter? We, we're we trying to celebrate America by riding our bikes and kicking ass. Okay, I'm just double-checking. <clears throat> no big deal here. Oh. What does FFS mean? See, I don't get that. For shit. F's sake. Oh, God. <laughs> Somebody said, don't do it on the 20th. That's my wedding. Fuck that. We're doing it on the 20th. Um... Dude, we could do it the ninth. Oh my god. 
We could do it the ninth. Yeah, I'm not doing any an event on 9-11. That's not happening. <laughs> well, you can do it on the 10th, that which is, is a Saturday. It feels wrong. Well, then we don't have to do it in September. We can just do it in August. We can do July, August, or we can do August, or we can do July here and then do August in yours. But I feel like it would be better to do yours first because it's your, it's, it's, it's your channel and that I think it would be the best to do it that way. And I would definitely love to do, if it was going to be on my birthday, I'd love to be at my favorite places. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Would we be able to do it in Worcester at a skate park and do it? Do you have an area that we could put it like where you're at? The skate park is definitely big enough. I have a skate park with the most parking and nobody gives a shit and it's ghetto as hell. There's, and there's I have enough parking everywhere. There's enough parking. <clears throat> yeah, 20 grip. I'm turning 40. And if people wanted, we could ride trails on Sunday. Perfect. I think I think we can get. Dude, this is the craziest idea ever, and it's going to happen. <laughs> so we would just have to tell people it's 20 bucks, $10 for $10 to give to the jam, and then $10 for a shirt. And you only have to pay ten, but you don't have to pay anything if you don't want. And the people that pay get a wristband. We just have to buy wristbands. That's it. Yeah. And then and then the money isn't pocketed for us at all. Nope. And we'll let everybody know how many people came in and how much money is it we made and tell everybody and then we'll just hand the money out to people and say, Hey, look, uh Mr. Doofusburger that sat there and did absolutely nothing, here's twenty bucks. Good job. Yeah, and then we could take a hundred ones, and we could make it rain. Oh yeah, and we could do like the uh, the ten dollar holler at your boy handrail. Oh, I I got so many things. The long jump thirty dollar contest. Dude, there's a long <laughs> the the skate park has the perfect setup for a long jump. It's a super gradual hill that goes down. Yeah, we'll call it the thirty dollar holler. It'll be the $30 bill hill jump. That, <laughs> see that? We're ready. Hillbilly jump. <laughs> yep. Well, it's going to happen, Ricky. We're going to make oh, it happen. God. I'm having a heart attack just thinking about it. Bro, if y'all make something for yourselves, that doesn't make you scumbags. It, uh, yeah, we uh, are. You know what we are making for ourselves? A good time. Yep, that's all I care about. I, I didn't get into BMX to... Uh, Obviously, I'm in the BMX to profit, but it's profit for the company, and I make money that way. But this right here, if I'm doing it, I just want to travel. Have well, a there's like time. almost no work that goes into this idea. Nothing. And the funny part is, is I I have all kinds of weird, crazy ideas. Like we could bring water balloons and have a water balloon fight. Dude, this is. <laughs> Yeah, this could be no, we really should awesome. Do a, we should do money in the haystack. Do you have hay? No. I mean, you can get it. It's not oh, hard to get dope. it. It's we not super get, cheap, though. We should get ponies and just do a <laughs> pony ride. <laughs> what? Um, what I will say, though, is that there's a hotel right up the street. Then there's two hotels up the street the other way. So, like, there's no worries about that. How many people can stay at your house? No one. <laughs> you. 
Oh, okay. I not open it. anything up to pub to the public. All right. Uh, I don't have a house, so we're good. <laughs> there you go. Yo, twenty dollars in pennies would be hilarious. Kevin Jackson's not gonna come. Let's be <clears throat> honest. Yo, I don't. I'm. I just want everybody here to come so I can meet you. If, if I've met That's you, what I'm saying. Friday should just be a session so that anyone who wants to come and hang out. Dude. I've probably been around Kevin Jackson. That's probably the funny part. Oh, I've I know you have. I've been out with Kevin like 10 times and not I, even rolling. I'm sure you have. Tents on the lawn. Yeah, that that's not going to be a thing. Your parents would be pissed. It's just not going to be a thing. We're not even going to entertain the thought. Yo, we could make your um, the uh, the pond that you have in your backyard. We could turn that into a jacuzzi, my boy. <laughs> <laughs> Can you go fishing in that little waterfall thing that you have in your backyard? It's not there anymore. Oh, it isn't. No. Damn. Oh, that's why we're not hearing chirping and shit in the back window anymore, huh? Yeah, well, it's also winter. Oh, is it? Do you have snow out there? Not right now. Oh. It's just cold out there. Oh, Ricky, this we have a tentative plan. We do. We got thirty-three people left. The rest of the dudes left. They're all pissed at us. Um. Uh. We've been on here for ninety-five minutes. We have no light. Almost two hours. Well, that's the way it should be. Um. I guess. The third thing I'm going to be happy for is this contest idea in 2021. This I think that's going to be. We're not even going to talk about. It. We're just going to do it, and even if we just get ten people, I'm happy for that. Yep, I'm. I'm excited for this. Dude, look at this. We've been here. I want to show everyone. Wait, hold on. The people who left are booking tickets right now. Look at that. This is what we ate during this two-hour session. We got milk duds, and we got dried peaches. Dude, I'm killing it. Ugh. All right, Ricky, should we wrap this up? Uh, yeah, I guess, if you're trying to quit on all these guys. Um... I promise that me and uh, Brant will do this more. The hard part is, is I just have a life. Brant has a life, so you know how it goes. But uh, we'll do. Let it. us know what you guys think about this contest and this idea, and uh, we're gonna make this happen. Do I have stuff in my ear? No, I don't. Tentatively, July ninth <clears throat> could be the day. Not saying for sure. That's good enough time for us. You know what I mean? Yep. And we'll get as many companies and people as involved as possible. And you know what I'm going to ask the companies for that no one ever does? I just want stickers from them. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do that. I'm going to ask them, and then I'm going to hit up Vans and Etnies and just ask for shoelaces because we all need belts. Okay. <laughs> so, all right, guys. Well, uh, I hope you guys had a good time. Uh, you know us. Uh, we had some heated discussions. We had some disagreements. Uh there's topics that we discussed and then there's topics that we didn't discuss and we won't discuss so it's either all way, for the love of bmx Put i love you way. guys thanks for sitting in here and talking to us uh if you guys have questions or you guys want us to talk about other things you guys can dm 
me or Brant on our Instagram, or you can leave a comment down here and we read all of these afterward. And anything you guys have to say or anything like that, you know, we'll definitely talk about that because point yeah. point is coming. So marijuana. Much appreciated. I want to shout out everybody who's hanging out, the members and the people who super chatted. <clears throat> Seriously oh, yeah. appreciate all of it. We scored tonight like $42. <laughs> oh, thank you guys. And uh, hell yeah. Thanks for showing up, Randall. Have a great night, guys. Marijuana. And we're out. You hung it up? Yeah. All right.